Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Thank you for that. It is a fresh week of sports talk on Sports Byline USA. What's going on? What you got? What you get? My name is Rick Tittle. I don't know what that means. Rick Tittle with you. That's me. You're you. I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. Let's talk some sports. This is why Sports Byline was formed back in the 80s. Because the only place we got sports was at the end of a newscast. And if there was a Tiger's birthday at the zoo, sometimes they'd have to cut the highlights. And um, I'm not even kidding. That would happen. And so finally they just said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to flip it. That's right. Flip it real good. We're going to concentrate on the sports. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Although then again, I do have... (laughs) Some guests in the entertainment world. I think I tweeted that Dana Gould is going to be on at 9-12. He's going to be on at 10-12, actually. I'll correct that on my Facebook fan page, which you can go there and post blurbs yourself as well. But Dana will join me at uh, 10-12 a.m. Then we will have Washington Post columnist Amanda Katz on the word of the year. And I've never heard of it. So there's a cliffhanger for you. I literally have never heard of this word, and it's the word of the year. Tells you how uh, up with it I am. Uh, and then we'll have writer, director, actress Camille Wormser, lovely and talented. She has a short film called Just Right, which was named after the show. Yeah, that's right. The Goldilocks Zone, baby. Get on in in that planetary area. 1 800 878 play. Big shout out to our brave men and women listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We'll get Twitch up and running tomorrow. Uh, We're on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network. Channel 2, we stream through sportsbyline.com. Go there. Click Listen Live. and email rick at sportsbyline.com. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. we got a lot of football to talk about because we're down to the final four. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline. (laughs) 
If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing, to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast. Dominic Jimenez on the other side of the glass. Poised like a jungle cat to put you on the air. If you'd like to participate, it's interactive. That means you can call up. It's really sports talk in its purest form. The way the good Lord meant it, the way they meant to do it in America. And that is one person on a mic and one person on the phone. 
That would be you. Rick, can we do a conference call? If you'd like. 1-800-878-PLAY. Well, we now know what's going to be going down on Championship Sunday. And that is the first game will be the NFC in Philadelphia. The one and the two seed will go at it. Niners at Eagles. This will be a noon kickoff on Fox out here on the West Coast. We have all week to break that down. And then you get the four seed against the one seed in Kansas City with the Bengals and a repeat of last year's title game in which the Chiefs shocked the world. I should say the Bengals shocked the world and ended up going to the Super Bowl where they almost won it. Well, let's talk about that first game. In the snow, and I think a lot of us, I say us because me, were surprised at how the Bills really didn't show up uh, very much in this game and how Cincinnati, even though there was a big deal about how there were three injuries on the offensive line, dominated that offensive line. Now, the road to Super Bowl 57 will go through Arrowhead officially because after uh, the upset, They don't have to worry about having this game in Atlanta because had Buffalo won, the Chiefs and the Bills would have traveled down to Atlanta to make their bid for Arizona and Super Bowl 57 at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That scenario, of course, was laid out in the wake of the DeMar Hamlin shocking collapse just a couple of weeks ago. And um, he was at the game in a uh, luxury box, which was great for everybody to see there. Um, but I'm sure that there were thousands of Buffalo fans that had reservations in Atlanta, had their trip planned. We'll go down this day. We'll do this. We'll do that. I got a friend in Macon. We'll go over to Savannah. We'll make a week of it. It's going to be great. I just think about the Atlanta Commonwealth Club or their Bureau of Tourism, whatever. They probably thought we're going to sell so many uh, Super Bowl or uh, hotel rooms. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. The restaurants are going to be booming. None of that. And so, because of that, and because the uh, Bengals were able to win, and this this is a, a playoff game in Buffalo, the way it's supposed to look at. Because last week, the sun was shining and it was freezing, but the sun was shining and the field looked great. And it's like, what what what's that all about? <clears throat> and they played it in the snow. And the Bengals came in, you know, wearing white jerseys and white pants. And uh, the Bills just could not get it going whatsoever. Uh, Dropped passes. But apparently, the league had sold 50,000 tickets to the game in Atlanta. That's how many it sold. 50,000. Now, how many of those were Chiefs fans? A lot. I'd probably say half, but I'd probably say knowing how mad, and I mean mad crazy, the uh, the Beng- the uh, Chiefs fans are. They're, I mean, Bells fans, I'm sure they were at least half as well. So uh, Joe Burrow, after the game, was asked by the CBS sideline reporter, uh, Ms. Tracy Wolfson, how much that was motivating Cincinnati, knowing that all these Bills fans had bought tickets and got hotel rooms and everything else. And Burrow said, quote, you better send those refunds, unquote. And then he said, domination from start to finish, that's what we expected. <laughs> I like it. And the Bengals, by the way, this year, 
was the first time in the history of the franchise that they had back-to-back seasons which they won a playoff game. Can you believe that? That's how lame that franchise has been, that they've never won consecutive uh, playoff games uh, or consecutive years, so to speak. Um, We also saw Stephon Diggs um, getting a little bit frustrated and people try to make a big dig at a big deal out of it. And I don't think it was, it's just, you know, Josh Allen threw another horrible interception near the end of the game. And like I said, you're in a snowstorm and Stefan Diggs went over to Allen and put his hands in the air and Josh Allen never looked up. He never looked up, but you know, in a very, I've talked about this before, a very rare win-win trade when the Bills thought we need an established wide receiver. So they got Stephon Diggs from Minnesota for a first-round pick, and they picked Jefferson, who turned out to be the best wide receiver in that whole draft, better than Ruggs and, and Higgins and these other guys. And Diggs this year, close to 1,500 receiving yards, 11 touchdowns, 108 catches. He, um, if you look at his stats and you just stretch him out, he's the best wide receiver in the history <laughs> of the Bills. But if you, since he's come over from Minnesota, he's tied with Devontae Adams with the most catches in the league, 338. Now, Devontae has had one season in Las Vegas, but the other two in, uh, in Green Bay. But in Diggs' first three seasons, Buffalo ranks as the top three, uh, his seasons in years of catches. Because in 2020, he had 1,533. This year, I mentioned nearly 1,500. Those are the two highest single-season receiving totals in the history of the Bills. Um, If you look at 11 receiving touchdowns, that's tied You have to go back to 1995 to find the receiver who had as many touchdown catches for the Bills. Bill Brooks. I'm racking my brain to think about what that guy looked like. I can't tell you I remember Bill Brooks very well, and yet he led the team in touchdown receptions. Just this spring, Diggs signed a four-year, $96 million extension that will tie him to upstate western New York until he's 34 years old. And so I don't think as much of these cryptic tweets that he had put out and others, I just think there's just sheer frustration. And why wouldn't there be? You thought you were going to the damn Super Bowl and you thought you were going to Atlanta. People made, even though in the back of their mind, I think we can't get ahead of it. We can't get ahead of it. I think this whole thing, if the Bills knew that if they won, they would go to Arrowhead I think that would have been better for them. I really do. And I'm not saying this is the cause of the victory because they got beat and there are no excuses. But I don't think it helped knowing that they were going to go to Atlanta and they were going to play in a dome and they didn't have to worry about Arrowhead and all that snow and the the loudest crowd in the history of football, whatever they want to say. Right? I don't think it would have been. But this is definitely, um, you know, as much as I want to say a choke, the, the Bengals are the real deal. And the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. So to say that the Chiefs got this covered, they don't. <laughs> they absolutely do not have this down. Uh, at least not yet. 
So we can talk about that. And then, of course, we got to look ahead to the games on Sunday as well. But when we come back from the break, we got to take a look down here in the South Bay in Santa Clara and see what the Niners and the Cowboys did in their little matchup as well. If you want to chime in, it's 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bound. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? 
must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, thanks for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. If you'd like to get in, it's 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. If you want to come in and get heard, we is here for you, and we are here for you as well. Speaking of the Chiefs going to, I mean, think about Patrick Mahomes. He's, ever since he's been in the league, he's gone, ever since he's been in the league as a starter, he's gone to the AFC Championship. Well, the Niners are back in the AFC Championship for the third time in uh, four years, and um, mostly because of a very nice catch by Ross Dwelly, where he should, or by George Kittle, where he should have had his head ripped off, and uh, the DB missed him. <clears throat> but <laughs> it was an ugly game. I hope he took the under. The over/under total was forty-six and a half, and yet the Niners won nineteen to twelve. When Christian McCaffrey scored his late touchdown, he threw the ball up in the air behind him. George Kittle called for a fair catch, and then he threw it to Jerry Rice. But a boneheaded play by Mitchell late in the game, he ran out of bounds for some bizarre reason, and that let the the Cowboys have the ball yet again. Didn't think they would get the ball back, but they did, and they called some bizarre play at the end of the game where Ezekiel Elliott was the center and it was a, I'm sure, a crazy design play where <clears throat> they were going to do the Cal uh, over Stanford play in uh, 1982. And so they had the ball in their own 24. This is after their tight end didn't get two feet down. Otherwise, they would have had a chance at a Hail Mary instead of this bizarro play. But zero offensive linemen in their traditional spots. Zeke as the center. And so the Niners immediately called timeout. They're like, we, we don't know what's going on here. And so that built up the anticipation. <laughs> and Prescott immediately threw the ball to Kevontae Turpin, and he was completely stuck by Jimmy Ward instantly. And that robbed the country of seeing what this trick play that he and McCarthy and Kellen Moore had drawn up. I wanted to at least see what it was going to look like. So that was like the first question McCarthy faced after the game was, what was that, dude? What the heck, man? He said, it didn't get going. I really don't want to get into the detail of it, but that obviously wasn't the plan. It's obviously a gadget play or whatever. It's a last play call situation that we do in practice. That's fine. And while that play was anticlimactic, it would have been an unbelievable turn of events if they pulled it off. And even more interesting would have been if McCarthy's next decision, because had they scored on the trick play, would they have gone for the extra point or the two-point conversion to try to win it then and there? Because Brent Mayer's struggles over the last two weeks have been very imminent. Missing an extra point in the last regular season game, of course, missing four first kicker to ever do that think about all the pathetic kickers there have been uh and then he had one blocked earlier that would have been i think five feet high the whole way down the field and about 40 feet wide to the left it was mostly blocked because a guy was just he sort of kicked it into the dude it's not like he jumped and made some amazing athletic play so you just wonder what would have happened and late in the game me as most of the country was probably an impartial observer, 
I was hoping that the Niners didn't score a touchdown because that would have made it a two-score game and then it would have been over. It would have taken all the excitement out of it. But since they kicked a field goal late and made it seven, I'm like, all right, now we got something here. What are the Cowboys going to do now? And it was nothing. But then again, the Niners, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting to me. I've said a million times that so many NFL players don't know the rules. I have seen NFL players make the symbol for safety on a touchback. Of course, we had wrong way Marshall with the Vikings at Keysar Stadium and went the wrong way. And that's just a mental error. But I mean, they just literally don't know the rules. And the rules do switch a lot. But I mean, just basic rules. And one of the most amazing <clears throat> is clock management. And I remember my little brother, who was a reserve wide receiver when he was in junior college. They played in a bowl game. He played for Contra Costa College in San Pablo, California. And they were playing Butte College. This is way before Aaron Rodgers went there. And they would have won the game, but this wide receiver, he decided the last minute as he's running down the field that he would dive back in to the playing field to get two more yards. Well, that kept the clock going. What he needed to do was to get out of bounds. Now, this was the opposite case. You're just having to know what it is. Like we, We've seen some really savvy plays over the years, like a guy going in to score. A I think it was uh, Alvin Kamara. He was about to score a touchdown, and he stopped at the one-yard line and let himself get tackled so that there was no way the other team would get the ball back. I mean, that's just having a high football IQ. And luckily <clears throat> for Liza Mitchell, he won't be the GOAT uh, in this situation. But still, Dallas, back-to-back 12-5 and five seasons, and they look great against Tampa Bay, which is a losing team. This is the second year in a row that the Niners have sent Jerry Jones back to Big D on his big or little boat. Remember his little boat was a $20 million boat, and his big boat, I should say yacht or ship, is $200 million. <clears throat> Think about that. Your little boat <laughs> is $20 million. But, you know, for me, I just think about when I was a kid, the Roger Staubach playoff games, and the Cowboys kept getting over on the Niners and until finally the catch. And a lot of Raider fans who are under, I don't know, 50 won't know this, but the whole Bay Area jumped with joy on that Dwight Clark catch. The Niners, when I was growing up, were in everybody else's highlights. They were the Clippers. I mean, think about a team that's – well, maybe the Clippers don't count anymore. Now they have Kawhi and Paul George. But they were just the joke team. Joke, joke, joke. And the fact that they were in a playoff game, like, what? And the whole Bay Area was behind that Dwight Clark catch. That was a thrilling moment for me, and I don't even care about the Niners. This, The whole Bay was involved. Now, I'm sure most Raider fans are rooting for the Cowboys, just like more, mo, uh, most Niner fans would be rooting against whoever the Raiders would play. It's, it's too bad. And, of course, they're not in the Bay Area anymore. We got that. But you just think about the names involved. Joe Montana, Steve Young, Roger Craig, Jerry Rice on one side, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin on the other, and <clears throat> Danny White and Everson Walls, all these great names, those DBs that they had and Williamson and Hicks and Lott, just, you know, those great games. And, and of course, I had Jim Stuckey on my show who sat down with me Super Bowl Sunday at Super Bowl 50 on Radio Row at the Moscone Convention Center here. And he got the fumble that iced that game. Otherwise, the, pl the, the catch wouldn't be the catch. It would have been, oh, that was kind of nice. But now Brock Purdy is the fourth quarterback drafted in the sixth round or later to lead his team 
to a conference championship in his first season as a starty. He has joined Dieter Brock, remember him with the Rams? Kurt Warner, who had to go work in a grocery store, play for the Iowa Barnstormers in the Arena League and come back. And, of course, the most famous six-round pick in NFL history is Tom Brady. So the Cowboys run on the longest streak of playoff appearances without a conference title game is now 12. That's right. 95 was the last year they've gotten to a conference game. They have been in the playoffs 12 times since then and not gotten there. So while Purdy, and I noticed too, um, and I'm sure they work on it, his delivery is actually super slow. Like his, I don't know if it was because he was a little bit nervous, but he would see his receiver, he would kind of cock back. I mean, it looked really slow, but I mean, you can't argue with the results. You know, there are a lot of players that have weird quirks, but if they win, then you think, well, I'll just leave it alone. But he is rewriting the history books as the final pick in the draft. And, you know, the but, but the reason that the Niners won this game was not because of Brock Purdy. It was because of the Niners' defense. I mean, they only won by a friggin' touchdown, 19-12. to 12. And this was a very snoozerific first half of just defensive prowess. And Robbie Gold getting that last-second field goal and by the way, why did the Cowboys and why did the – I mean, there were some bizarre decisions that we need to get to as well, just bizarre about time-wasting. But the Niners got the scoring started late in the first quarter, short field goal in the wake of a Prescott interception. He was looking for Michael Gallup, but uh, Lenore jumped the route, and the Niners began to drive on the 21-yard line, but couldn't get a touchdown. And then the ensuing possession – Dallas drives 74 yards, Dalton Schertz, uh, Schultz in the end zone. But then again, there's Brent Mayer missing an extra point, having it blocked. Now, he did kick two field goals in the game, 25 and 43 yards. But late in that first half, dis- disaster struck for Dallas. They were converting on a fourth and four from the Niners, 35. And Prescott checked down underneath to Tony Pollard, and he got – tackled and his ankle went the wrong way and he limped into the medical tent but um yeah he went to the locker room and that's just a classic high ankle sprain and you could see him crawling after the play those i've had those i'm sure you have to those are so painful when you get the high ankle sprain i mean they hurt like hell got a lot more to say about this game do you have something to say feel free to chime in come on back 1-800-878-PLAY i'm rick tip You might get wireless data everywhere, but do you have to use it all the time? If that's not really you, this track phone. You can get the same nationwide 5G coverage as big carriers, but you pick a plan that you need for a lot less. Unlimited talk and text plans start at $15 a month, no contract. And now you can get the Samsung Galaxy A03s for just $49.99. Track phone. Now you're in control. While supplies last, one month equals 30 days. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary.
Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Hadel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass, and the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. <laughs> Thank you for that. And lines are available 1-800-878-PLAY. Dominic just uh, reminded us all that uh, Oklahoma beat Iowa State 42-41 in 2019. <clears throat> Who cares? Well, that was Hertz over Purdy at the time. And um, if you want to go back, because that's after, of course, Hertz was at Miami and then uh, transferred over to Oklahoma so we could learn under Lincoln Riley. And um, pretty interesting uh, to uh, 
say the least, um, at uh, Alabama. What did I say, Miami? At uh, Alabama. He left my Alabama. <clears throat> I was at the game uh, when Hertz got benched. And they put in this young kid, Tua Tagovailoa. And it didn't, well, that one did work out the second time, not so much. That's why he left. But getting back to the 19 to 12 Niners over Cowboys, the Niners had some curious clock management, as I was mentioning, and ultimately had to attempt a 50 yard field goal on third down as time expired in the first half. And Robbie Gold, uh, by the way, Dana Gould will be on this show coming up in a half hour. He pronounces it right. <clears throat> but Robbie Gold, who was on the show twice when he was on the Bears. Um, his kick sailed through, and it gave the Niners a three-point lead at the break, 9-6. to six. And then uh, uh, Mayer uh, tacked on a 25-yard field goal that left the score tied at 9 entering the third quarter, but then a Cowboys player made another gaffe at that point. But the Niners were letting all the time slip away, and they were still on the Cowboys' side of the – on their own side of the field. And I was like, what's going on? And like, well, we want to make sure that they – don't leave the Cowboys any time. I'm like, you're cutting it real close. Ended up working out for him. <clears throat> but anyway, Demarcus Lawrence and Leighton Vander Esch were having a good game. They combined to sack Purdy in a critical spot, third and eight on the Dallas 20. But Donovan Wilson gave George Kittle a hug, <laughs> so to speak, and took him to the ground early on the play. And that nullified the sack. And then three plays later, Christian McCaffrey was in the end zone on the first play of the fourth quarter. That made it uh, eight consecutive games for the commandant of the Marine Corps, CMC, with a touchdown, which is the longest streak of his career. He has 12 touchdowns in 12 games since he's come over to the Niners in week eight have all been wins. <clears throat> They're... Eight game, the eight-game touchdown streak is the longest by a Niners since Terrell Owens in 98. But after the Niners tacked on another field goal, we know that the Cowboys ran out of time and had that play that didn't work. But as I said, the, the Niners won with defense, but they also took care of the football for the most point outside of a muffed punt. Purdy was not perfect. He was looking, getting flustered by Micah Parsons. You know, I was looking at Micah Parsons. He looks like he has a 32-inch waist. I mean, he's not that big. He's just so fast and so strong, and his upper body strength and his savvy is insane. And I think, how are you supposed to stop that guy when he looks like a track star? He doesn't look like some big, bulky, you know, like a Leighton Vander Esch, just a big old linebacker. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, the <clears throat> Cowboys pass rush, was getting in Purdy's face. He was 19 for 29 for 214, but no turnovers. And he was level-headed enough to let football's best scoring and total defense take care of that Cowboys offense that was depleted now with no Tony Pollard. And the two takeaways off Prescott interceptions were great complimentary football for a guy who was Mr. Avellant to lead his team to some field goals. Uh, Fred Warner was everywhere on the field. That's why he's a first-team All-Pro. Fred Warner is their best linebacker since Patrick Willis. And even when uh, Fred Warner was in coverage against C.D. Lamb, you know, he had a very timely interception that was um, not a great throw. 
<clears throat> and it bounced off. I think it was Ward's hands and into the hands of Warner. But and, and after the game, look, there are a lot of people who become very famous as self-promoters, you know, and are just being loud, like the loudest guy in the room. And I think about a Stephen A. Smith. He's a rich man by being loud. And it's like, you can't deny me. You will listen to me. And America's like, okay, well, I guess we'll listen to you then. And congratulations to him. It's worked out for him. But I was thinking about Skip Bayless, who is 71 years old. And he had, I don't know, his kids, his wife, his buddy. He's like, okay, I want you to film this now. <clears throat> I still say film. Record this with your phone. I'm going to get my Dak jersey you're going to see me walk into the kitchen. I'm going to look at the Prescott jersey. I'm going to throw it in the trash, and then I'm going to leave. Ready? Okay. Are you, are you recording? Three, two, one. And he comes in, and he does exactly that. He throws away the Prescott jersey. He's 71 years old. Now, I'm not saying that he can't be a fan and be disappointed with Dak Prescott. But this is, these aren't robots. These are people. Did Dak really do something? I mean, if Dak took off his helmet, threw it in the stands, spit on his jersey, set it on fire, gave the finger to all the Dallas fans, and then after the game say, I don't care about, like, do a Jerry Porter when he was with the Raiders saying, I, only, I don't care about the Raiders, I only care about myself. And he said that when he was on the Raiders. If he said something like, I don't care about the Cowboys, I only care about me. All right, well, throw away your Dak jersey. Go ahead. You want to film it? I don't know. It's just stupid. Look, Dak Prescott played as hard as he could. He made some mistakes. He was playing against the best defense in football. He was playing in their yard, and it still was only a one-touchdown game in the end. And you're going to throw away his jersey? It's just, it's just not fair. Now, it's not fair because it, you know, I saw it, and I don't follow Skip Bayless. I don't watch Skip Bayless. I can't tell you one quote-unquote take he's ever had because I've never seen him on TV, but I know who he is <clears throat> because he's ubiquitous. And I don't know. I don't think that Dak deserves that type of hate and derision because even if he went out there and threw five interceptions and he sucked, he doesn't have his, you know, you have to really do something horrific. You know, maybe if Dak did something, some domestic violence thing, or he was the kingpin in a heroin, I don't know. I just, I don't think he deserves it. All right. But anyway, let's get back to the game. George Kittle, no relation, five catches for 95 yards. And like I said, he was the guy that circus catch that he had, <clears throat> fumbling, bumbling, rumbling, stumbling, as uh, Chris Berman used to say. But the Cowboys, look, when you are a road underdog, as most teams are in the playoffs, you need almost everything to go your way. You need almost a perfect game. And they didn't do that. And this is why the Cowboys have lost their eighth playoff game outright as an underdog. The last time the Dallas team was a playoff underdog and won, it was the Niners, but that was the 1992 NFL or NFC title game. So Prescott finished this season with con uh, without consecutive weeks, not throwing an interception, wasting his clean game in a contest where they had a significant margin for error. That was the 31-14 wildcard round at Tampa. 
his second interception was especially crushing because it looked like the Cowboys were driving in for a touchdown. That would have broken the 6-6 tie with under two minutes in the first half. It was second and two on the Niners' 18. Dallas could have done anything they wanted. Prescott chose to attempt a squeeze pass. And as I said, it uh, bounced up. And the play before that was Tony Pollard suffering a high ankle sprain. So two horrible plays that turned the game around. And, you know, if you think about entering Sunday, the Cowboys averaged 5.8 yards per play with Tony Pollard on the field and about a yard less with him off the field. And if you want to know what that means in stats, that will take you from the seventh best offense to the 24th best offense. That's how much that one yard can mean in the stats. But still, they were in the game. It was right there for them. And, you know, as I said, those uh, that ridiculous play that uh, Van Der Esch had on Kittle, keeping it alive for Prescott, but that kind of summed up the game. It could have swung either way. So now, as I mentioned, the Niners will look to go to the Super Bowl for the second time in four seasons. Remember, the Niners were always, hey, we don't lose. We went with Montana, and we went with Young, and then they lost with Kaepernick, and they lost with Garoppolo. Now, they're going to have to go into Philly and beat Jalen Hurts and company, who (laughs) that game over the Cowboys or the Giants. Remember, that was my upset special, by the way. (laughs) We need to talk about that. But that was my upset special. I said that the Giants, with Hurts banged up, his shoulder was bad, his knee was bad, and then Jalen Hurts looked like Johnny Unitas in that game. Uh, But... Um, this will be only the second time the Niners and the Eagles have met in the playoffs, interestingly enough. The only time before that was 1996 in the wild card round. The Niners won 14 to nothing. And Steve Young ran nine yards for a touchdown, and Jerry Rice had a three-yard touchdown catch. Those were the only points on the day. But uh, Dallas will begin the offseason a lot earlier than they they hoped. Um, you think about all the guys who will be free agents on that team, like Pollard, like Dalton Schultz, the tight end, cornerback Anthony Brown, safety Donovan Wilson. They're all going to be uh, free agents. But uh, you know the Niners are have now knocked the Cowboys out of the se- out of the postseason for two years in a row, and. Um, for those of you youngsters who don't know what a rivalry is, when you think, how can it be a rival when they're not even the same division? Well, ask Raider fans and the Steelers in the 70s. That was as big as that was bigger rival than anybody in their division. And for a while there, it was the same with the Niners. It was always Niners-Rams in the 70s and then the 80s, and then it just became Niners-Cowboys because they were always meeting in the playoffs. And I remember in college, my friend Steve, biggest Niner fan ever, had season tickets. He wore a shirt that said, F Dallas, except the word was spelled out with a star on it. And he wore it to my house. And my dad said, Steve, I thought you had more class than that. And then he said, oh, I feel terrible. I love your dad. Now he thinks I'm an idiot. He's so right. I should have more class than this. And we were like, yeah, you know, we're 19, but we also know that that's a stupid shirt to wear in public. (laughs) But just to let you know, uh, if you're a Niner fan over 40, Beating the Cowboys in the playoffs is better than beating the Seahawks 
or anybody else you can think of in the NFC. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Let's go the way 
tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, a couple of minutes left in hour number one of two. Dana Gould coming up in less than 15 minutes. A note from the Premier League as Everton has fired manager Frank Lampard finally. <clears throat> been there less than a year. It's been a disaster. They were going down for sure last year, and they won three games in May to barely stay up. And I talked to a lot of Toffees. <clears throat> uh, well, a lot. I talked to two crazy, mad, insane Everton fans. And, I'm, and I said, what is the deal with Lamps? Why do you like him so much? And they're like, well, it's not his fault, is it? I'm like, it's not his fault? They just take these guys who were former players like Steven Gerrard, they put him at Villa, and they find out he can't manage, and then they fire him. But Frank Lampard was not that great at Derby, and yet they hired him to go to Everton. He almost took them down. They have not won a game before Halloween. That was their last victory. Before Halloween, they are second bottom. They are on the trap door. In fact, things are so toxic at Goodison Park that the owner and the directors don't show up. Farhard Moshiri is the owner of Everton, and he's been told to just, just stay away. And so now Sean Dyche, who's the manager of Burnley, he's been mentioned. Wayne Rooney, would he come back to his boyhood club? He's now with uh, DC United. But it's just amazing to me how many Everton fans always had excuses for Lampard. They go, oh, he's a good man. He's, he would blame his team. I thought he was terrible, and I never wanted a guy to get fired. But I'm like, finally, they come to the senses. This is, is not the guy. All right, I'm your guy for the next two hours. How's that for a transition? Come on back on Sports Byland. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The White House is stonewalling when it comes to top secret documents that are being revealed in properties connected to President Biden. Representative Ralph Norman, the Republican on Newsmax last night, says the House Oversight Committee, with its subpoena powers, will find the truth. Well, they're stonewalling. I mean, and, and get this, every time I see pictures of his house, it must be 7,000 feet. Uh, how do the lawyers and the DOJ know where to look? What about the other two or three houses that I think he owns? Uh, how'd they know the garage was, was full of them? And it's just a lot of unanswered questions that I think the Oversight Committee will get to the bottom of. They'll subpoena the right people, and hopefully we'll have consequences. Federal Reserve officials are preparing to debate how much higher to raise the interest rate in which banks buy money from the government. The feds could begin deliberating at the January 31st, February 1st meeting on how much more softening in labor demand spending and inflation they would need to see before slowing the rate expected this spring. Violating federal law, a group of pro-choice protesters gathered outside the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh on the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. The protesters gathered on the sidewalk outside Kavanaugh's Chevy Chase, Maryland home. 
The illegal gathering was organized by the far-left group known as Our Rights D.C. Director James Cameron continues to rule the roost. Avatar The Way of Water earned another $19.5 million over the weekend, making it America's top movie for the sixth week in a row. Coming in second, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, with $11.5 bucks. Megan, the horror comedy about a killer dancing doll, also brought in $11.5 million to put it in the third spot. Rounding out the top five, Missing and A Man Called Otto. I'm John Schaefer. Four football teams remain in the Super Bowl hunt. The NFC and AFC championship games are Sunday. This is USA News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true. The typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees, and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited time offer. You have to sign up before January 15th. Great savings, great health care. Find out more. Call now. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Name-calling and finger-pointing continue to be the status quo in Washington, D.C. Lawmakers are playing with fire as they play with our economy. Senator Dick Durbin, the Democrat from Illinois, says President Biden shouldn't negotiate with Republicans over the debt ceiling. Speaking on CNN's State of the Union, Durbin said the GOP is to blame for the debt. When they enacted tax cuts for the wealthiest people of America during the Trump administration, they added dramatically to the national debt which we are now facing. They need to face the responsibility of paying for it. The U.S. reached its technical borrowing limit last week, but Treasury says it will be able to pay the government's bills through June. I'm John Schaefer. The Cowboys tried to catch the 49ers off guard by using Ezekiel Elliott at center for their final play. It didn't even come close to working and ended the Cowboys football season. Owner Jerry Jones. And we uh, got after that and tried to expose that. And uh, uh, we, uh, to their credit, uh, made some plays. There will be a changing of the guard at the chief of staff level in the Biden administration. Jeff Zients led the Biden administration's COVID-19 response after the transfer of power from the Trump administration and helped fix healthcare.gov after the initial rollout, among other roles, in the Obama White House. He was Klain's choice for the chief of staff job after Democrats' performance in the midterm elections. Klain is expected to leave shortly after Biden's State of the Union address on February 7th. In Washington, I'm Jared Rizzi. I'm Lance Pry. USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why My Pillow has developed the My Pillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA or call 800 951 8175 That's mypillow.com. Promo code USA. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy have had this TMRW Golf League, TGR, and John Rahm has joined, and Justin Thomas has joined, And now Adam Scott will participate as well. This is going to be a league that will begin January of 2024. And Scott said, Tiger pushed golf to a standard that was never seen before and guys are continuing to push forward. Now in the position that he's in, for him to stand up and take a voice for the PGA Tour, I think that's really strong. We never saw much side-taking from Tiger during his career. That's fair enough. He was a competitor, and he was interested in what he was doing. Now he's showing his feelings on things. Creating something like TGL with Rory is just another example of how he's having an impact on the game. Certainly when Tiger goes into something, he's going to have an impact no matter what. Yes. So, yeah, this uh, this is going to be an uptick in simulator golf. It's going to be in outside the United States. It's going to be in Asia. There's going to be thousands of entrants coming in. The Tomorrow Golf League, I still don't really understand how it's all going to work. (laughs) But it's just these guys, I'm telling you, you think about all the executives on a golf course. Yeah, you know, I've got an app that'll do this. Really? What if we do that? And then the rest of us are like, oh, yeah, we didn't know about that. So start to line up. Meanwhile, the Live Tour is on the CW. The CW. Ah, all right. Enough jokes about that. Let's talk some football. Let's talk some Sketchfest with Dana Gould. We'll also have Washington Post reporter Amanda Katz on the word of the year. I'm going to ask Dana Gould because I know what the word of the year is. I'm going to ask him if he's heard of it and how to pronounce it because he has daughters and maybe they know. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab your trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. One of our favorites is back with us, stand-up comedian and writer extraordinaire Dana Gould. He will be in town this weekend for Sketchfest, and he has a very busy docket on Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Stop joking for 100 years and other requests from my kid. 
Stories of Parenting and Childhood. He'll be on that panel. And then at 10 o'clock late night, the Uptown Showdown debate in purses versus remote. On Saturday the 28th, I will be going to this, the SF Sketch Fest roast of Bruce Campbell, Ash Housewares. And then on Sunday, two more. He's got a matinee at 1 o'clock, the Sketch Fest tribute to uh, Lorraine Newman, who's a frequent guest on this show. And at 4 p.m., I Married a Monster from Outer Space, a staged reading. Dana, you're going to have a really busy weekend. And that last one, I Married a Monster from Outer Space, that sounds like something right down your alley. <laughs> yeah, that well, that's actually something that I uh, that I created, so I have no one to blame but myself. Um, we had a lot of success. Oh, hi, Rick. By the way, nice to see hi. you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a lot of success with the live reading of Plan Nine from Outer Space, and they wanted to do another movie. And you would think it would be easy, but it's really not because you know there's there's bad movies, and then there's bad movies that are entertaining which is they're not all bad movies are bad in a way that's entertaining. And most of the ones that are bad in the way that they're entertaining, it's visual. This has to be all in the dialogue. And uh, fortunately, after I, fortunately, I know a lot about terrible movies and, and uh, I'm not in all of them. And uh, we found this one and it worked out really, uh, really great. It was a weird project to be writing while I was also preparing to get married because there was a lot of wedding stuff on my desktop and then just folders. I married a monster that my fiance didn't appreciate, but then I had to explain it. (laughs) Well, it's funny. Like sometimes, as you said, these movies are so kitschy that they end up being, you know, entertaining. And you uh, invited me to the Alamo draft house. I don't know. What was that? Four or five years ago to watch reanimator. Yeah, and meet the right. cast and and there's Jeff Combs and others, and it, that that's a perfect Jeff example Combs. of that, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, I you know Reanimators Reanimators uh, a terrific uh, a terrific movie, but it's certainly kitschy, and and, and that's the thing. It's uh, it like I don't think that uh, I don't think that Planet from Outer Space is is famous as the worst movie of all time. I I don't believe it is worst movie of all time i you know i think maybe battlefield earth is the worst movie of all time (laughs) (laughs) did you like ishtar Uh, (laughs) yeah the meg maybe (laughs) um but uh uh you know it's it's interesting to find and then like you the i mean the roast of bruce campbell came about because um i know i've worked with bruce before and um you know like anybody else i'm completely Star, like I, it's like I can't believe I know him, and then you meet him, and he is everything you want him to be, you know. <laughs> uh, and I've been very, very lucky in my life in that I've met a lot of people like that. Uh, Mel Brooks is like that. Adam West was like that. Like, mm. you know, you meet these guys, and they're they're exactly who you want them to be. William Shatner, not like that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, but then it was like a roast. So now I have to actually write insults for somebody that I really admire. And it wasn't easy. Right. I, when I interviewed William Shatner, it was about 20 years ago. I brought up the, uh, I said, as a kid, when you were like molesting the green woman, 
you know, that, that had a big effect yeah. on me on, you know, how to not treat women or whatever. I had some joke and he went, yeah. the paint came off in my hands. <laughs> I was, I was sitting at, this is like, this is why I live in Los Angeles, sitting at Arts Deli in Studio City, where I'll, I'll, where I will be having lunch today with Sports Byline favorite Brian Posehn. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm sitting there at, uh, sitting there in the, at the booth and my friend Rob Cohen looks at me yeah. and says very quietly, he says, turn to the left very slowly. And I slowly turn to the left, and there is William Shatner in a pair of Birkenstocks, and I can only describe his toenails as Jurassic. <laughs> Why do people expose their toes when they're that horrifying? I know. It was just like, I looked at his toenails, and I was immediately like, that's right. I need to buy Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's horrible. We're out right, of corn chips. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hope for a Dr. Z at Sketchfest coming maybe in the several years to uh Oh, to come? no, we'll do it next year. I, I would love to do it next year. We're getting into uh, uh, Hanging with Dr. Z's third season. The Kickstarter gets underway February 1st. We've got some uh, we've got some big guests lined up. I think everyone's going to I think uh, people will be very pleasantly surprised. And uh, we're yeah, I'm really excited to get back uh, to get back underway. It's been a, it's been we got delayed. Uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, production stuff. I think we're going to do the show a little differently this year. We're going to do we're going to try to do live guests instead of like the Space Ghost thing. I think that COVID mm-hmm. is relaxed enough that we can do it that way. And uh, I'm very happy to get uh, I'm very happy to get back to work on it. Very I'd cool. Yeah, I wanted to ask you this too. I have uh, because you know we're we're such wordsmiths here at Sports Byline. Uh, coming up in about twenty minutes, we have a Washington Post columnist, Amanda Katz, and she's going to tell us the word of the year. And um, oh. I I know what it is, and this tells you how out of it I am as a fifty-seven-year-old guy. I've never heard of this word, and I'm going to ask. I don't even know how to pronounce it, so I'm going to ask you if you know. It's F A F O, which is either Fafo or Fafo, and what it means is. F around and find out. Well, I know F around and find out. I didn't know that that was the, uh, is it an anagram? Not a, is it an anagram? Is that what it is? Um, uh, it's like LOL. Yeah. Or, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did so know about it. it. I, I, I do know about, uh, uh, F, I do know the, or, or the origin, uh, uh, expression. Tell us, I haven't heard tell that. us the F-A-F. etymology of that one. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have, I would check, I would have to check with my kids and they would know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I'm going to go with FAFO, but it might be FAFO. FAFO. Yeah. It's sort of like FOMO. Right. Fear of missing, Fear of out, missing right? out. Yeah. 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 And if yeah. you, and if you, if, you know, if you, uh, if you have a lot of self-loathing and you don't get any FAFO, you might get FOMO from your lack of FAFO. One more question for you, Dana. We're still waiting on the January episode of the Dana Gould Hour. Is that coming? Oh, I, I, I think tomorrow. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, it, it's in the hopper. Uh, uh, in fact, that's I should check on that. That should be today or tomorrow. My guests are uh, uh, Sketchfest's own John Ross Bowie from uh, mm-hmm. uh, The Big Bang Theory and Speechless, and he has a new book called No Job for a Man, which is mm-hmm. really terrific. 
And uh, from a little band, you might have heard of them, Devo, Jerry Casal is going to wow. talk about uh, Devo's origins, his new EP, and being a father at 72 for the very first time. Wow. Yeah, now, was it Kent State, the de-evolution of yes. man, right? He, yeah. was, he, was, he was at Kent State and knew one of the people that was killed, and that was sort of like the beginning of Devo. You just think about how hard they... I think one of the most hard rocking songs I've ever heard is Mongoloid, but you can't really sing that now. No, you can't. There's so (laughs) much you can't do anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Uh, Boy, you know what what movie does not age well? And you wouldn't hmm. think it was... Bringing Down the House with Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. Wow. Can't... didn't, Didn't age well. Uh, you know what else didn't age well? Birth of a Nation. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, or the or the uh, Bill Cosby Christmas song. Here, drink this. Didn't age well. <laughs> well, Dana is going to be in town. I mentioned Friday at seven thirty. Stop joking for a hundred years. Another request from my kid. Ten o'clock Friday night. Town showdown debate in person versus remote. Saturday, I'll be there. The SF Sketchfest roast of Bruce Campbell. Sunday, one o'clock, SF Sketchfest tribute to the great Lorraine Newman, the only person who's a founding member of both the Groundlings and SNL. And then at four o'clock, yeah. I married a monster from outer space. With Michael McKeon, Annette O'Toole, Baron Bond, Janet Barney, Bobcat Goldthwait, myself, and I'm sure I'm leaving someone out. Michael McKeon and Mark Capel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wherever Annette goes, Mike's there, right? Yes. And again, like Michael McKeon, a guy I can't believe I know. You know, you introduced me to him backstage at that speakeasy. So thank you for that. Yes. And he's the nicest guy in the world. And I'm he like, really he actually he tapped me on I the shoulder. Yeah. He tapped me on the shoulder and said, hi, I'm Michael. And I'm like, I know who you are. Yes. Yeah, I know, I, I know who you are. I, I, we could go into Dave and Sade Hubbins. We can go into Lenny and Squiggy and all that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, Dana, it's, it's, never it's, enough time with you. Have it. a great time when you're in town, and I'll, I'll see you at that roast, man. Excellent. Yeah, I'll uh, take uh, – give, uh, give me a tap of the shoulder, and I'll, I'll bring you along. Great stuff. Thanks, Dana. Appreciate it. I'm Rick Tittle. Remember, sfsketchfest.com for tickets. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. <clears throat> your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as 83 dollars a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20 percent interest rate genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48 percent apr we can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars new or used and save you money every month put more money back in your pocket 
The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. All right. Well done, Dominic, coming back with the Mongoloid. That's just such a kick-ass song. And, you know, Devo was a joke at Kent State, this short film called The De-Evolution of Man, Devo. And then a couple of guys had a little band. They go, we'll just play the music and then we'll wear these outfits. And then they figured out that they could actually rock and they're like, <clears throat> you know, we're actually good. <laughs> yeah, but you can't sing a song, Mongoloid. He was a Mongoloid. And it's just, even then, I remember in 1981, I was like, that's kind of cold-blooded to Mongoloids. Yeah. Rick, you shouldn't even have that song on your show. I'm so sorry. one 800 play 
So we had some head scratchers over the weekend. And by the way, the, uh, the Jacksonville Jags against the Chiefs, I was hoping, I had my fingers crossed that the Jags can win that game. And Patrick Mahomes hobbling up and down the field with his ankle injury as well. But, you know, five years in the league, five straight AFC championships. Um, and then it just absolutely the, the, the stomping out of the Giants, 38-7. That was my upset special. Once again, I want to remind you how much I missed that one. We'll see. Is it J.D. Sharp today? I don't know who's in pro wagering, <clears throat> but we'll see how uh, J.D.'s picks go. J.D. did say take the Jags on the points. He thought that they could win outright. And, um, yeah, we'll find out. We don't know yet. Uh, it's always <clears throat> fun to find out later. But it was pretty wild what we saw over the weekend. But every Chiefs player, coach, and fan experienced the horror of watching Patrick Mahomes get hurt in that 27-20 to 20 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you saw him get stuck in between a couple of Jags defenders, caused his ankle to bend at a very painful angle. He grabbed his knee and his ankle and went down in misery. And then you kind of thought, uh-oh, maybe he's hurt both. And yes, it is JD today. I got some confirmation on that. <clears throat> and... Mahomes went to Andy Reid and said, uh, let me stay in the game. And Andy Reid thought, uh, okay. <laughs> Since this is for all, all the marbles here, right? Uh, I guess you can stay. <clears throat> but in a way, it was kind of head-scratching to see him like he was playing hopscotch. He's limping, jumping, gimpy. Uh, he's trying to hand the ball off to running backs. He did not receive a brace. He did not miss any time. They did, once the offense came off the field, they taped him up again so he wouldn't miss any plays. And eventually, Chad Henney got into the game. <clears throat> and remember, Chad Henney led the Chiefs to victory three years ago in that divisional round against the Browns after Mahomes got hurt. He led Kansas City on a 98-yard touchdown drive marking off um, his first uh, career touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. The game was tied 7-7 seven to seven <clears throat> when Mahomes got hurt. They ended up getting a field goal out of that drive. Uh, but Mahomes went back onto the field, and uh, you, just, you just think about what it is about these. Uh, I mean, look, the whole reason you're there and you're making this money, and Mahomes makes more money than Sinatra is for these scenarios. But Andy Rude, Rude, Andy, that's Rude. He lost a timeout over an unnecessary challenge. He was facing second and seven from their own 23 with 7.48 remaining in the third quarter. Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco caught a swing pass, gained six yards, just short of the line for a first down, third in inches, and yet they throw the flag on the field <clears throat> and you need indisputable video evidence to overturn. They didn't have it. So they lost a timeout and the chiefs then opted to run a direct snap to tight end Noah gray to pick up the first down and it got stuffed and then they punted it. And that sequence marked a few poor coaching decisions. I thought in terms of play calling and timeout usage, but remember they have an eye in the sky 
and tells them, yes, throw the flag or don't. Um, <clears throat> I also thought it was interesting coaching-wise over the weekend that here you have Jamar Chase, who's by far the best receiver on the Bengals and who also uh, is a uh, one of the best receivers in the league, top 10. And yet the Bills decided not to cover him on a regular basis. And by the way, he has six touchdowns of 50 or more yards since he's come into the league. And yet the bank, when he was wide open on that 28 yard touchdown, <clears throat> if you look at a shot of the zone defense they're in, there is not one Bills player within 10 yards of him when he cut that, uh, caught that pass. So it's obviously a busted coverage unless it's not. What I mean by that is just playing D2 football as a safety, we had a cover four, whereas, and you know how big the hash marks are, we would have two safeties next to the hash on the short side of the field. And so you had the whole other side of the field. And I remember <clears throat> running over to cover that empty area and the coach is going, what are you doing? Go back. I'm like, why are we calling this coverage? So sometimes you have stupid coverage. It's true as well. Um, if the Niners lost, you could have pointed a finger at Kyle Shanahan's first half timeout usage. You know, as I said, uh, you know, Dak Prescott seven second interception. The Niners took over at their own twenty-eight, and just these weird sequence of calls. Wider uh, Debo with a run, McCaffrey they get nine yards, and then he called a timeout after those two plays. And so now it's 31 with 30 seconds left when he let 28 seconds go off the clock. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, we've talked about Elias Mitchell. The game would have been done, and he gave the Cowboys hope, and they did get the ball back. But people are saying Kyle Shanahan's so conservative. When they came out and they needed to run the ball, what was their first play? It was a pass to Kittle. When he dropped back to pass, there's Brock Purdy, and I'm like, why are they passing? And then Kittle gets the first down. But it's like, well, we're kind of back to where we started because they still need to stop him. But, uh, yes, it was cringeworthy for the Cowboys. Dalton Schultz doesn't know how to drag a toe. The next play, they have Ezekiel Elliott play center and get bowled over. But this is the thing. <clears throat> this is where you get paid the big bucks. You have to. This is why coordinators are not always good head coaches. All the things going on, all the people screaming in your head, and you have to know probably more than anything is clock management. That's probably the number one thing, and it's uh, it can get away from you at times. And that's why sometimes these guys hire. You know, we've had we've seen uh, coaches in college and pros. They hire somebody, or they'll get a student in college. Say, stand next to me. Whenever I go on the field, pull me back. <laughs> it's like you're a grown up. You can't control that yourself. It's like, no, I can't control that myself. So there were some bleeps, bloops, bumpers, fumbling, bumbling, stumbling, but uh, we do have our final four. We'll talk more about that in the show. But coming up next, we have Washington Post columnist Amanda Katz. It's either FAFO or FAFO. We'll find out. Come on back.
hard-nosed, cold, and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Whatever works. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Washington Post columnist Amanda Katz. And uh, she's here to talk about the American Dialect Society's Word of the Year for 2022. It's, I got to say it right, is it FAFO or FAFO, Amanda? I'm going to say FAFO. I don't know if that's really a, a you know, proper pronunciation, but that's <clears throat> sort of what I'm going with. So you went with I'd the third option. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not FAFO or FAFO, it's FAFO. Yeah, I'm going with Sappho. I think this is, you know, it's one of those things like YOLO that gets turned into an acronym, but I think it's a little up to you how to pronounce it at this point. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when it reaches the dictionary. And it, uh, of course, has a swear word in it. We'll just call it F. It means F around and find out, right? It does. And I have to say, in just to... Uh, in fairness, the American Dialect Society, which is a very esteemed group of linguists, they did not select this word as FAFO, but this is the one I think they should have selected. They went with something else, which is even more profane, which I will allow your readers, to, your listeners to look up. But um, the, this was one that was suggested by a college writing center, among others, and that I think has a very good claim to be the, the sort of top slang term of 2022. The, these are the Sioux Falls kids. Yes, indeed. And I think they're on to something, even though they're just in college. So 2020's word of the year was COVID. 2021 was, unfortunately, <laughs> insurrection. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, right. mm-hmm. I guess if you want to go to the entomology, you got to go back to the origins of the, the F word for unlawful carnal knowledge or however we get that uh, word from. But um, what was it that you saw what they were doing in Sioux Falls and, and you decided to write a column about it? Well, this term has kind of intrigued me since I've heard it. And I feel like I heard it with increasing frequency through last year. And you can actually see that. You can look up on Google Trends and see it spike. And it's been, this is a term that, this is a phrase, a slang phrase that's been around a long time. And obviously it has a meaning that is even older, right? It means it's kind of a, bratty, obnoxious way of saying, play with fire and you might get burned or, you know, karma's going to get you, right? Like this is certainly this idea of there being consequences for your actions and specifically that if you mess around and, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? There's a million different ways of expressing this idea that there should be consequences for your actions, especially if you're doing a bunch of dumb stuff. But this is a kind of bratty way of saying it. It's, it's got the swear. It's got the alliteration. So you have the F and the fine. It's very kind of fun to say. But it also suggests that you know and they don't, right? So you're the person who's defining what it means to mess around. You're telling them. So it's, it's, it's fun to say because it also suggests that you're calling someone out. So sometimes people say it as a way of saying, mess with me and you might get burned, or sometimes people are saying it as a way of narrating what's just happened, like, you know, let me describe what the pratfall is that you just saw. That was a SAFO situation. So you saw definitely in the 2020 election, there was a lot of use of it, sometimes in conjunction with Philadelphia Flyers' crazy-eyed mascot, Gritty. Um, But then you've seen people from all different kinds of political factions using it to kind of taunt each other. Um, Sometimes, you know, that was like Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia people taunting Trump saying, oh, you couldn't turn Pennsylvania red. Sometimes it's Proud Boys taunting Antifa saying, you know, we're going to kick your butts. 
So it has this kind of like tribal appeal that's both exciting, it's fun to say, and also can feel a little scary. And that's what was so interesting to me about this term. Just as an aside, I think Gritty is a child of the Hamburglar and the AMPM food guy. Uh, there's something <laughs> very scary about it. We're speaking with Amanda Katz of the Washington Post. Another thing to keep in mind, and I've had a couple of your other writers on recently talking about books of the year and other such things. And it, it's good to know that the Washington Post does have, you know, opinions and style and entertainment. We always just think it's Ben Bradley and, uh, you know, um, the Woodward and Bernstein. It's a well-rounded paper, even though Trump hates it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. I mean, it's where, you know, I read, I read the Post and a lot of other newspapers for news. And, you know, the, the Post actually has a very storied, what's called their, their style section, has had, you know, great writing for many decades, actually. But, of course, it's best known for covering D.C. politics. And that's still where some of our greatest reporting hits you know, are even today. But yeah, we write about a lot of other things. And one of the fun things about working in the opinion section is I think we're, we're looking for stories that take us beyond that. Obviously, everyone is interested in the Washington horse race, but we're also interested in just what's happening nationally. This is a story about how people talk, which obviously, uh, there's certainly been a lot of political implications for FAFO, but it's, it's turning into a general use term as well. I've got one for you here. You won't do it. I don't think it might be too boring, but I know that the Snyders do not want to sell the, the commanders to Jeff Bezos because he doesn't like the way the post has uh, treated the Snyders. So you could write a column saying, I dare you to sell your team to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay out of that one, but I have a colleague, um, Eric Wemple, who covers the fortunes of the post quite a bit. And maybe I'll send that his way. I saw that reporting too, but I don't know anything more than you do. All right. So, you know, when you talk about, uh, and I, I love the word lexicographer, the people who compile dictionaries. Do you know how it works with Merriam-Webster or some of these, you know, uh, dictionaries about, is it sort of like the Olympics where you have to be kind of a test sport or <laughs> for a while to get into a dictionary? You mean like the, how does the word get into the dictionary? <clears throat> Yeah, like how does FAFO get, you talked about it getting into yeah. dictionaries. What Do you know the process? I do know a little bit about that. I edited, I used to work for the Boston Globe Ideas section, and I edited the language column for a long time there, um, including some people who had been, uh, some writers who had been lexicographers for the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It's a really fun job. I mean, so one of the, they add words every year, and there are actually also words that get retired every year, like words that are kind of no longer in use, or they just think that, you know, they've sort of, outlive their uh, import, the importance of their place in the dictionary. And so they, there's a big moment every year where they add words to the dictionary, and they're always looking for slang terms that are on the rise. I think YOLO did eventually make it in there, as I recall, but they're always looking for things like that or words that are common words that are being used in a new way. So we'll see if FAFO makes it in. FAFO, to me, feels like it's right on the edge of kind of happening. Like, you know, the, so the moment where it really spiked last year was Elon Musk tweeted Sappho as a way of explaining why he had kicked uh, Kanye West off Twitter, um, which he did after the last straw seemed to be creating a very unflattering picture of Elon Musk, and that was a bridge too far. Um, and he said, in, as a reply to somebody else, Sappho. So then the, the searches for that spiked on Google, you could see him going up. But, um, you know, I got a lot of comments saying of people from people who didn't know this term. So I think it's one of those things that's kind of like just hitting mass use. 
I think it could increase in use. So who knows? Maybe it will make it into the dictionary. We'll be keeping an eye on it. I remember the other day I said something like, uh, that's Nijmegen. And they're like, what? I go, it's a bridge too far. And no one got that reference. And I realized I was a history <laughs> nerd. Um, we've been speaking <laughs> with Amanda Katz, senior assignment editor and um, columnist with the Washington Post, telling us about the word of the year, the very profane, scary, funny, FAFO. Uh, Amanda, good stuff. Thanks for coming on, and we'll look forward to uh, talking to you in the future. Thanks so much for having me. Be safe out there. Sure. And uh, she had to run. <clears throat> you know, the uh, I took a class once on Latin roots. What? Yeah, I know. Um, it was very interesting class, though, just to see the etymology of words and how they are uh, formed and how you, uh, you know, how we just form words. And a lot of times you can figure out what a word is by looking at its Latin root. <clears throat> and the other day I saw the word and I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up and it was hagiography. I'm like, well, you know, ography means the study of what is this a study of hags? You know, like what is the, you know, horticulturalists? It's a uh, study of whores and their culture, right? No. Uh, hagiography. It's like the guy who said I had diarrhea, but now it's gone, so I have gonorrhea. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Um, I'll be here. I'll tip your weight staff. Hagiography is someone who is studies saints. That's right. Hags. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry, it doesn't make a lot of sense. <clears throat> but yes, all right. So now we have the underreactions of these games, like the Bills. They'll be fine. They have Josh Allen. And then we have the overreactions, which is Dak Prescott. I'm 71 and I'm throwing his jersey away. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Bengals really saved conference championship weekend. It would have been really stupid to play that game in Atlanta, and it has nothing to do with Atlanta. It just would have been really stupid to play that game in a neutral site. <clears throat> it would have felt like a mini Super Bowl. And as, I, as Joe Burrow said, go ahead and get your refunds now. But can you imagine the people in Buffalo were so set to go to Arizona? You saw the weather there, right? And that they would get an early trip to the warmer weather. And Atlanta isn't exactly the beach, but it's a lot better than Buffalo. The sun might be actually out and you're playing inside. And it's another excuse for a road trip. <clears throat> but you just think about fan bases and you know how bad they need it. But then again, as I said, the Bengals were the worst team of the 80s. Sorry, the 90s. They went to two Super Bowls. And they were the worst team in the 90s. And then you had the Rams and the Colts after that. I mean, just these doormat franchises. And had my Raiders not going to the playoffs last year, you could probably include them in there as well. Uh, but still, you think about the over and under reactions now, and it's Dak Prescott. We, we need to move on from him. Do you really? His, his passer rating in that game was 63.6. All right, what was his passer rating last week? But then you could say, this is not why we're paying you $40 million a year. Not for this. Not for Brock Purdy to play better than you. He didn't throw two interceptions. 
if you want to go with a passer rating, Brock Purdy was a 70.1, but he didn't turn the ball over, right? These are all stupid stats anyway. But for the Cowboy fans who don't want Dak, it's I'm not saying it's the same as Derek Carr, but it's kind of the same. It's like, yeah, he's frustrating, but show me somebody better. And what are you going to get? What what are you going to get better than him? Oh, we're going to get Will Levis. Yeah, he'll be great. All right, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> we'll come on back on Sports Violin. Would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 
That's 800-788-1495. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Wow, that really hurts my feelings, I have to say. All right, so the AFC Championship game. We're trying to get the odds here, and it's a pick 'em. What? The Chiefs aren't favored? Well, maybe Mahomes is hurt. This is very weird. The total is 47 which is pretty low for two teams that have a lot of offense. But yes, right now, Vegas is saying it's a pick em. The Eagles are favored by two right now. The line opened at three and a half, then it went to three, then it went to two and a half, and now it's fallen. Then it went down to one and a half, now it went back to two. <clears throat> uh, the total is 45 and a half. Now, um, I also saw someone saying, Rick, it has moved. The Chiefs are now favored by one to one and a half. So this is very fluid, as you want to see. And this all depends on the money coming in one way or the other. I think the more interesting thing is that the Bengals and Chiefs total opened at 50 and a half, and it's dropped three points to 47 and a half. So what that means is they were getting a ton of money one way or the other on the side. And since it's gone down, they were probably getting a lot of money on the under. And so they've lowered the under to try to equal that out. <clears throat> what these betting institutions try to do is they try to get the same amount of money bet on both sides. So they don't take a bath one way or the other. And so that's why the lines are moving. If you're of the betting types and you know who it is, is J.D. Sharp. And he will join us coming up in less than 15 minutes right here on Sports Byline. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The White House is stonewalling when it comes to top secret documents that are being revealed in properties connected to President Biden. Representative Ralph Norman, the Republican on Newsmax last night, says the House Oversight Committee, with its subpoena powers, will find the truth. 
Well, they're, they're stonewalling. I mean, and, and get this, every time I see pictures of his house, it must be 7,000 feet. Uh, how do the lawyers and the DOJ know where to look? What about the other two or three houses that I think he owns? Uh, how'd they know the garage was, was full of them? And it's just a lot of unanswered questions that I think the oversight committee will get to the bottom of. They'll subpoena the right people and hopefully we'll have consequences. Federal Reserve officials are preparing to debate how much higher to raise the interest rate in which banks buy money from the government. The feds could begin deliberating at the January 31st, February 1st meeting on how much more softening in labor demand, spending, and inflation they would need to see before slowing the rate expected this spring. Violating federal law, a group of pro-choice protesters gathered outside the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh on the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. The protesters gathered on the sidewalk outside Kavanaugh's Chevy Chase, Maryland home. The illegal gathering was organized by the far-left group known as Our Rights, D.C. Director James Cameron continues to rule the roost. Avatar The Way of Water earned another $19.5 million over the weekend, making it America's top movie for the sixth week in a row. Coming in second, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, with $11.5 bucks. Megan, the horror comedy about a killer dancing doll, also brought in $11.5 million to put it in the third spot. Rounding out the top five, Missing and A Man Called Otto. I'm John Schaefer. Four football teams remain in the Super Bowl hunt. The NFC and AFC Championship games are Sunday. This is USA News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true. The typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees, and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited time offer. You have to sign up before January 15th. Great savings, great health care. Find out more. Call now. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Name-calling and finger-pointing continue to be the status quo in Washington, D.C. Lawmakers are playing with fire as they play with our economy. Senator Dick Durbin, the Democrat from Illinois, says President Biden shouldn't negotiate with Republicans over the debt ceiling. Speaking on CNN's State of the Union, Durbin said the GOP is to blame for the debt. When they enacted tax cuts for the wealthiest people of America during the Trump administration, they added dramatically to the national debt which we are now facing. They need to face the responsibility of paying for it. The U.S. reached its technical borrowing limit last week, but Treasury says it will be able to pay the government's bills through June. I'm John Schaefer. The Cowboys tried to catch the 49ers off guard by using Ezekiel Elliott at center for their final play. It didn't even come close to working and ended the Cowboys football season. Owner Jerry Jones. And we uh, got after that and tried to expose that. And uh, uh, we, uh, to their credit, they made some plays. 
There will be a changing of the guard at the chief of staff level in the Biden administration. Jeff Zients led the Biden administration's COVID-19 response after the transfer of power from the Trump administration and helped fix healthcare.gov after the initial rollout, among other roles, in the Obama White House. He was Klain's choice for the chief of staff job after Democrats' performance in the midterm elections. Klain is expected to leave shortly after Biden's State of the Union address on February 7th. In Washington, I'm Jared Rizzi. I'm Lance Pry. USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why My Pillow has developed the My Pillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA or call 800 951 8175 That's mypillow.com. Promo code USA. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to Titillating Sports. I'm Rick Tittle, the eponymous one. Thank you for tuning in. We still have another hour to go. We'll check in with J.D. Sharp. We'll take a look at his NFL weekend and the look ahead to Championship Sunday. We'll also have writer-director, actress Camille Wormser. She'll talk about her new short film, which is entitled Just Right. It's about this show. Yeah, that's right. The uh, Lakers have made a trade today. They have acquired Rui Hachimura, who I remember well from his Gonzaga days. He's in his fourth year with Washington. The Wiz will get Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. 2023 this year, 2028, and 2029. And uh, the Lakers have been in deep trade talks across virtually the entire league for the entire season. They've been trying to find a home for Russell Westbrook. They have failed, but their unbalanced roster has grown. Very problematic for them. LeBron James, Unibrow have missed times uh, in the lineup. And um, you've got other players like Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker who have defended wings and they're out with injuries. And the Lakers have used a lot of weird form. I mean, they've had a, a 
uh, lineup the other day that had five guards at one time. It's like a Don Nelson special. But they've been seeking help on the wing, and they've been hesitant to include uh, any first-round picks. And the only first-round picks they can trade are 2027 and 2029. So Hachimura is in the final year of his rookie deal. He was ninth overall in 2019. Missed almost all of last season for personal reasons. He had a bone bruise, which he was out as well. He has really struggled to find his place with the Wizards right now. And things came to a head over the weekend. And he said, I just want to be somewhere that wants me as a basketball player. And I want to be somewhere that likes my game. Well, he'll get his wish. He averages 13 points and four rebounds. He shoots 33% from three-point range. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. Tune in app, iHeartRadio, Stitcher app, and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. I'm on your side. You're great. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com, and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. You might get wireless data everywhere. But do you have to use it all the time? If that's not really you, this track phone. You can get the same nationwide 5G coverage as big carriers, but you pick a plan that you need for a lot less. 
unlimited talk and text plan start at $15 a month, no contract. And now you can get the Samsung Galaxy A03s for just $49.99. Track phone, now you're in control. While supplies last, one month equals 30 days. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Hour three underway. Great to have you with us. Rick Tittle with you nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 11, 12 a.m. pack time. We check in with one of our friends over at ProWagering.com. ProWagering revolutionizing the way we bet. We'll bring in J.D. Sharp. And, J.D., let's take a look back on the weekend. Let's talk about the one that you were pretty adamant about, and I got to hand it to you. You said you thought the Jags might even win outright. They did cover, and uh, you were going five units on that, you said? No, so that was that was a three-unit play. But, the, yeah, they, they did cover. Uh, they had a chance to win. I think if Henny didn't have that 98-yard touchdown drive, they probably would have won. But I, I, I did cover that. But my, my big play was – the Dallas Cowboys plus four and money line. I had five units on the Cowboys spread. I had two units on the money line. And I got to tell you, Niners fans were very, very scared with about two minutes left in that first half when Dallas just converted on fourth down before the eight-yard pass to Tony Pollard where Pollard literally broke his leg, which eliminated the most explosive offensive threat that Dallas had in the game. And then Dak obviously threw his second pick of the game, which completely turned around not just the field, but the momentum, especially considering the fact that Dallas was about to score and was getting the ball back at halftime. If Tony Pollard doesn't go down and break his leg, thanks to a very, very good tackle by Jimmy Ward, who at nickel, who the, the fact that he's playing nickelback, for the for the Niners is extremely impressed because he's definitely a he's a Pro Bowl type of guy. He's a first round pick. He's been in the league for about ten years. He's played at a very high level. Uh, but uh, but I I adamantly believe that if Tony Pollard did not go down in that play, that Dallas would have won the game by ten plus. That last play, that ridiculous gadget thing where Zeke was the center, and we never <laughs> got this. We we never even got to see what it was because he was. Uh, the the guy Turpin was instantly tackled, but as someone who had five units riding on it, was your heart in your throat when you saw him line up for that? No, nah, I mean e- either way, Rick. I'll, I'll be honest. I should have got my I, I, the fact that Pollard went down right before half should have been a good thing. I should have had them hedge off their bet, but I didn't. Uh, I I knew that once Pollard went down, just based on what I had seen with the entire game. Lamb was the only legitimate offensive weapon outside of outside of Pollard. Schultz wasn't doing much because they're so good. You know, Fred Warner's so good in coverage. Uh, Zeke, Zeke Elliott may run a four eight now, maybe a four nine. I mean, he looks he just looks fat and slow, so he wasn't much of a threat. Uh, Gallup wasn't able to do anything. But the moment that that Pollard went down, I, I I pretty much knew that my my wager was was not going to win. And and and, and I'll be honest, you know, you you look at the one touchdown drive that the Niners had. 
You had the catch by George Kittle where it bounced off his head and it bounced off his chest and he was going full speed and he somehow caught it. You also had three penalties on that drive. And then you had Trayvon Diggs drop an interception, the same interception that Fred Warner caught after Pollard went down. So uh, in my opinion, the Niners were extremely fortunate in that game. I think that they're not going to have this type of luck against Philadelphia. Uh, and there's a very good chance that Philadelphia will probably be my second biggest play of the year uh, after after losing this game last night. Let's go back to Orchard Park now. I think a lot of us were surprised that the Bills just really didn't show up in that game. How did you see it? No. Yeah, you know, I, and I told you I thought the Bills would, would cover the spread. The truth of the matter is the NFL kind of works on storylines. They have themes. They have specific things that they like to see from an entertainment perspective because the NFL is considered an entertainment league. And uh, one of the storylines that, that I thought was going to come to fruition was, okay, DeMar Hamlin, he goes down in that situation, and we see him in the Super Bowl. There's this, there's this big three- to four-day story all about him beforehand, and maybe, maybe he walks out on the field with them, and there's all these, all these different things surrounding that. So I was, my judgment was shrouded by that. But if you really look at the game itself, I mean, I mean, the, the Bengals over the course of the season only gave up 17 touchdowns through the air. They only gave up 12 touchdowns on the ground. They're actually a very, very good defense. And Joe Burrow has three weapons, and now he's actually got Hayden Hurst and a first-round pick in, in Joe Mixon at running back. So, uh, and, and Burrow, the, the, the fact that their line was hurt, I think the snow actually helped that because the Buffalo Bills defensive uh, rush was, was unable to do anything. And yeah, Vaughn Miller's out, but Epinesa was playing, Jordan Phillips was playing, Ed Oliver was playing, Gregory Rousseau was playing. So they should have been able to apply some pressure, but Burrow just gets the ball off quick. When he did get rushed, he set up in the pocket. Burrow's just that guy at quarterback. And so I think if the DeMar Hamlin situation didn't take place, I would have just looked at the game uh, from, from a statistical perspective at its surface and, and gone that route, which I should have done clearly, but I didn't. And I, I took that into consideration when I made my play. And, and you know, the fact of the matter is the Bengals' defense is a lot better than people give them credit for. And Josh Allen just really doesn't have a lot of weapons. Singletary is not really a bruising running back. He's not going to get you that first down. Uh, Gabriel Davis, catches he, he catches crazy passes sometimes, but he drops easy ones. Stephon Diggs is six foot, maybe 5'11", 180, probably runs a 4'5", 40. Not exactly the dynamic playmaker, certainly doesn't have the size. Dawson Knox can't really do much. So, yeah, I think that Josh Allen doesn't have the weapons to, to win a game like that. Joe Burrow certainly does, and that defense is a lot better than anyone gave them credit for. So uh, I, I picked the Giants uh, to cover in that game against the Eagles, and um, that game was over at halftime. What did you think of that one in Philly? Yeah, so that's a game where you've got Daniel Jones with no wide receivers, Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James and Barkley, who can can get that 50 to 60 yard run, but then he gets hurt the next play. It seems like he, he only gets the ball every couple of plays because he's just kind of fragile. Don't know why that is. He, he I, he's got the build of someone who's who has may been may have been abusing performance enhancing drugs. I'm not saying that he did, but the fact that he's that fragile and he has that build, there could be a correlation there. But uh, the, the Eagles are just too good defensively against someone like Daniel Jones, who can't really run up the middle. He has, he has those sweeps around the outside. You, you know, you've got the offensive line with Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal, the two first-round picks. But the Eagles have, I think, 75 sacks on the year now. Hassan Reddick very quietly 
has had 17 sacks and five forced fumbles as an outside linebacker. He's everything that Micah Parsons was supposed to be. He's actually had a much better year than Parsons, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Josh Sweat's got 11 sacks. Javon Hargrave, their D-tackle's got 11 sacks. Graham, Cox, and then you've still got Slay and Bradbury at corner. And Reed Blankenship has played really well as a rookie. And then C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who actually leads the NFL interception. So, yeah, the defensively, the Eagles just lined up perfectly for what Daniel Jones does, which is he gets five to ten-yard gains, throws little out routes, gives it to Barkley every now and then. And then offensively, obviously, Jalen Hurts is the most improved player, in my opinion, in the NFL. A.J. Brown is an absolute bowling ball at 6'1", 230 pounds at wide receiver. Dallas Goddard's a great athlete. And then you've got the offensive line with Jordan Maialata, who's every bit of 6'8", 370 pounds, also a great singer. You've got Lane Johnson, 6'6", 330. Landon Dickerson, 6'6", 340. Jason Kelsey at center, who's probably the most talented center in the NFL. That Eagles team is just stacked to the absolute gills. And so, yeah, that was just a really bad matchup for the Giants, I think. We'll get into the championship Sunday sometime during the week. But uh, before we leave you, there's always overreactions. And one of the overreactions is that the Cowboys are not getting their 40 mil out of Dak. And, I mean, they certainly did last week against Tampa. And the, the, the interceptions uh, were poor. My it's, To me, it's like a Derek Carr situation. It's like, okay, you want to get rid of Carr. Now what are you going to do? It's like quitting a job before you have a new one. Dak's not going anywhere, is he? Um, I don't think he should go anywhere. I think it would be interesting if the Cowboys maybe traded for like a Trey Lance. And if he came back healthy, he could maybe do pretty well in that offense. Uh, I, again, if, if, if Tony Pollard doesn't break his leg on that play, we're not having this conversation. We're talking about Dallas facing Philadelphia next week which would have been a pretty good matchup for them. But, you know, Tony Pollard went down, back through the pick after, and then Brock Purdy had a uh, penalty-aided, miraculous play-aided drive, and the Cowboys didn't have the talent to make up for it when they needed to. It's just that simple. So I don't think Dak played that bad. I mean, the pick to you know, the first pick of the game, wasn't it was, it was pretty bad. But the second pick, I think Dak was just frustrated because he just saw his most explosive weapon go down and literally break his fibula right in front of him. There he is, J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com, always transparent. There he is, J.D., good stuff, man. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with Camille Wormser right here on Sports Violent. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. 
Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of weird things. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Network. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented Camille Wormser. She has written, directed, and uh, is acting in a new short film called Just Right. And uh, Camille, I kind of thought maybe you were the only Camille Wormser in the world, but there's a French reporter. There's a, there are a few. Are you kind of surprised by that too? Once you kind of Googled yourself? Yes, I was actually very surprised. I was like, how could anyone have this very very strange name? <laughs> have Have you reached out to the uh, reporter and said enchanté? <laughs> I haven't. I'm too nervous because I've taken up all the Gmail names and everything. Because <laughs> I guess I got the first pick of them, so I feel bad. 
That's good. So, uh, just right sounds kind of goldy, Loxy. Can you tell us about the plot with you as Mel? Yes, of course. Um, well, first off, thank you so much for having me on. And um, yeah, so just right is basically about a young woman with severe OCD um, who is trying to finally break her routines and do something different with her day, um, which really tests her OCD. And it's an absurd comedy. Um, it doesn't really sound like it is, but it truly is. Because, um, yeah, basically, that's what it's about. <laughs> so it's basically the plot is your roommate's like, let's go do something. But if you don't get her by one, I'm going to leave without you. And then every little mundane routine task seems like some backbreaking huge decision for you. Exactly, yeah. Because um, something that I've I've always been hoping for with, with film and TV is something that shows what OCD is actually like, because I think a lot of people think OCD is about, you know, being clean or organized or something. And it, what it really can be is, in my experience, and I know for others, it's every single decision in your life is life or death. And it takes forever to do literally anything. And sometimes you can't even leave your house or bed, really. It sounds like you suffer from it. <laughs> yes, it's pretty debil- it can be very debilitating, but I really wanted to make a comedy about it because I think there's something so absurd about thinking that every single decision you make and thought you have is that weighted and powerful. Um, you, you know, like in my mind, um, and I don't mind being candid, you know, if I think if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, my OCD will tell me that, you know, something really terrible could happen. There could be like an earthquake or something. It makes no sense. And it's so absurd. And that's why I wanted to make it an absurd comedy. Yeah. No, I think all of us suffer that to some extent in some kind of weird way. I remember a few years ago, I interviewed um, a guy named Jeff Bell, who's a radio broadcaster here in San Francisco. And we had a thing about OCD and he talked about how you know, like scientists have like identified some things in your brain, which, which cause it. But his worst OCD story was going to see the 49ers years ago in the NFC championship. He wondered if he locked his car. And so he walked all the way back to the parking lot. He made sure it was locked. He walked all the way back to the stadium. And then he thought, I better go check again. And he did it like three times and he missed like half the game. And even though he knew, Yeah, he knew what he was doing. So can you think about a, hor- a horrific OCD story that you can share with yes. us? Oh, I have so many. But, um, you know, you make a good point with that story. Is it's basically you can enjoy normal things like going to a game. Like, why did he have to go back so much? And, of course, logically, I know and he probably knows that, you you know, we know that it's illogical, but it doesn't stop you from having that intense, intense, intrusive thought and anxiety to go back and check your car. And for me, the story that really, really was hard for me is when my OCD was really intense, um, I I was driving around my neighborhood, and for some reason, um, I was literally at my house, but my OCD was not letting me park the car until it felt, quote-unquote, just right. And I literally drove around my neighborhood for six hours until, and I would park, and then I would have the intrusive thought that this wasn't going to work out and I have to repark. So I would just drive and drive. And I was just, I mean, I was sobbing at the wheel because it was just like, I thought maybe I would never leave my car. <laughs> mm. I remember an interview I saw with the TV host, Mark Sanders, who had it bad. And 
and and they asked him when did you seek help and apparently like at 3 a.m he got out of bed and ran downstairs and then his wife said what are you doing and he had a carpet with little fringe and he said i have to make sure all the fringes are lined up right like what oh, yeah 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 yes yes i mean that's the thing is it's so there it can be anything and it seems irrational but you know in that moment you have to get it done and that's why I thought there was such an open space for, you know, making some sort of commentary about how absurd it is, but also how tragic it is and and how at the end of the film I, I tried showing that when Mel, you know, does make it, she struggles with the fact that it took that long and that she's going to have to do this all over again. So a 15-minute movie, let's make it a feature. How hard is that? Yes, that is the dream. Um, I do have a feature written, and I'm I'm really really excited about it. And it it does need a lot of. I mean, it's you know it's a rough draft. I'm still working on it, but it is written. And my goal with it is to kind of test the you know what people know about OCD, and also kind of play around with showing how intense it is and how much harder it is for people than they think, and then also show more of the absurdity of it and yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do a little kind of a meta thing with it, and I hope it works out. <laughs> so this is a comedy, but in a way, it's sort of therapeutic. Have you had some feedback from people saying, you know, this reminds me of me, and thank you for bringing it onto the screen? Yes, that has definitely been the most gratifying part, is there are people who, who have, you know, when they saw it, they told me, like, oh, you finally, like, basically when it got into slam dance um a few of the programmers were said um like oh she gets it that's what they said and that really really meant like that means more than anything like it really meant the world because i just hope that the people who suffer with it like they can see that they're not alone and also it's okay for it to be shown there's nothing to be ashamed of i was ashamed for my entire life i've had this since i was like nine years old and there is nothing to be ashamed of. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to have your friends and family be there for you and, um, and help you, you know, you know, grow from it. Last question for you. When you write it, direct it, star in it, it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand, you get to do whatever you want, but also now it's your responsibility, which is a big task. Yeah. So what's it like walking that line? I mean, that was so intense. I wasn't even planning on directing it because I was like, this is way too much. Like, I, I I, can't believe I'm already starring and writing it like, and producing it. And finally, I I was just like, all my producers just told me, you have to direct it because it's your brain and it's so specific to your OCD. And But, of course, I, I didn't forget the weight of that because I was like, oh, well, I have to do this justice. I don't want people to think that it's inaccurate and... I hope that, you know, people resonate and also learn from it. And I, I really, really do hope that it'll expand people's minds on what OCD actually is and how hard it can be. And, um, yeah, I haven't forgotten the wait, though. It's definitely, it's a responsibility, and I hope I do it justice. And now people are getting a look at you, and they're like, hey, star in this feature, is your agent, do you have an agent? Is the phone ringing off the hook? <laughs> I do have one, um, but... I, only for talent, um, not for writing and directing. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. And yeah, there's some, some tiny rings. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tiny rings. I like that. Um, everybody, make sure to check out this film. It's called Just Right. 
And uh, on uh, the website, justrightmovie.com, some hashtags, justrightfilm, justrightshort, Instagram, at justrightshortfilm. And we've been speaking with Camille Wormser, the American, and she is a writer, director, and actress, and she's going to be a big star. Camille, thanks for coming on, and congratulations. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Sure, no doubt about it. And uh, as she was mentioning, the Slam Dance Film Festival, which is also in uh, Park City, as well with a lot of uh, short films and uh, such. And uh, she's, uh, I don't know, she's just, uh, I think she's going to be going places. She's got that good connection. But yeah, the OCD, I remember I had Jeff Bell on the show. I think I had her on, had him on when we had uh, Jan one Friday. And he was just talking about his OCD, which was debilitating. All right, we will take a quick break and we will come on back with open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. 
they'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to the great state of Texas over by Houston, and we got Christian. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right, Rick Tittle. And to be honest, you guys miss worms are about the fact that there were so many of her. I'm surprised you didn't go on one of these registry sites to see how many people had the name Rick Tittle all around the world. Well, can I can I tell you a quick story? Go ahead. All right. When I first got started on Sirius this is over 20 years ago, um, a guy named Rick Tittle in Duluth, Minnesota, emailed me. He had the Rick Tittle band, and he said he was going to write me a song. And then he wrote me a song, and I played it, and it had nothing to do with sports. So I do know about that Rick Tittle, the country singer. <laughs> and wow. That pretty much was the, re- I mean, to be honest, I'm pretty sure that was the reason why many people used to throw demos out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him, yeah. But still, though, I got a couple of questions to get off my chest, and obviously not a lot of time to do them. But still, though, when it comes down, first of all, to the divisional round playoff games, I understand that the... The Chiefs were just going to run all over the Jaguars. There was no question. It was always about the Chiefs, not the Jags. Sorry, Duval. As far as the Bengals and Bills game, it was so dramatic that I almost forgot that it was a blowout loss. I mean, it just it's just like things weren't going the Bills' way, so to speak. I just hope that they can get everything revamped for next season and that everybody can just stay together, at least for DeMar Hamlin's sake. As far Mm -hmm. as the NFC playoffs go, uh, the Giants just 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 got ran over by the Eagles, not once, not twice, but three times this season. And they should be ashamed of ever trying to step up toward the Eagles. I mean, pretty much everybody in the NFC East should be ashamed of really being like the Eagles. And speaking of the Eagles, I won't be surprised if they end up winning the championship again this year. And as far as the Niners and Cowboys game is concerned, what the hell were they thinking on that last play of the game? Like, 
seriously. Let me let me ask I you mean, this, Christian. As a as a Houston guy, do you think most fans in Houston they don't like the Dallas Cowboys and so they are rooting for them to lose, or is there some kind of like lone star thing where you're rooting for the Texas team no matter what? Which do you think that it is? I think it's mostly seventy thirty. We don't like anything that's based out of Dallas. But mm-hmm. we just love to see them take an L for the entire state. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really, I mean, it's not really understanding to me why Mattress Mac had to basically give $2 million of his money just to waste a bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> what did he What did he bet on? I didn't hear him. Oh, he basically put $2 million out in the Caesar Sportsbook in Lake Charles, Louisiana, that is, mm-hmm. for the Cowboys to win. And unfortunately, they lost, so he's going to have to refund every. Well, he's not going to be refunded anybody's furniture. People are going to be forced to pay for a little bit. <laughs> well, that guy has funny money. It's just, it's, a, it's like a lottery scratch off for him, right? Uh, yeah, of course. He's had funny money since 1981 when he started that furniture business. Hmm. <laughs> well, he's but got those still, deals like, you know, I think when Matt Schaub was with the Texans, it was like if he throws three touchdown passes, you get, you know, half off all mattresses, uh, which I think is clever, you know. I don't really remember that deal, considering the fact that he just started doing these multi-million dollar bets fairly recently. Mm. I think it was mostly store promotions before that, but yeah, now he's like a Mm. famous bettor. (laughs) Yeah, and to be honest, if he ends up being on a Caesar commercial for the Super Bowl, I will not be surprised. He's not the, well, I shouldn't say anything. I don't, let's just say I don't think he's very telegenic as far as I remember. I mean, he lost his telegenicy like 30 years ago. <laughs> Good word there, Christian. I like it. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Now, another question I want, oh, and um, by the way, I just want to make my little quick prediction on the Super Bowl. I think if, I mean, I think it's going to be Eagles cheap. And Eagles okay. are going to probably win the Super Bowl by at least two touchdowns. Wow. I'm just saying, prediction, I'm probably saying that as a spoiler. Wow. But other than that, another question I want to get off my chest, and I know that you probably might not have much info about this because you're not really that much of a white guy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Francis and Gandu leaving the UFC, you know, due to contract disputes, just to go over and fight in boxing or potentially fight in boxing against Tyson Fury. I mean, do you think that if that fight were to happen, that it would legitimately get the casual sports fans like yourself an interest in talking about, you know, the fight world? No, but I don't think so. But I had Luca Fury on my show last week, and I asked him this exact question because his options were Bellator or that Players Championship Group, whatever it's called, or to put on the gloves. And, um, I mean, I would love to see Tyson Fury get knocked out just because I think it would be a great 
a great story. I don't know how much. I mean, I remember when uh, McGregor fought Mayweather, and it was so huge, and people talked about how you know McGregor lasted the distance. And I'm like, of course he is. He's a professional tough guy. That didn't surprise me at all. He's used to getting kicked and punched in the face. That didn't surprise me. But there is a sweet science to boxing, and and I'm too much of a I'm too ignorant on MMA to tell you what you're supposed to do and grappling and all this other stuff. But I do in a weird way, cause I grew up watching boxing. I do appreciate the sweet science a lot more. So if you give me a free ticket to boxing or MMA, I'll pick boxing a million times. I mean, I can understand that, especially considering the fact that, I mean, especially considering the fact that I used to watch or probably still watch boxing with my father, and I used to watch it with my late grandfather, mm-hmm. who died like 25 years ago, but still, mm-hmm. point of the matter is I would understand that argument because, you know, a lot of people are just tired of influencer boxing, tired of the celebrities wanting to step into the ring only to get their head knocked back like a Pez dispenser. You know, they want to actually see <laughs> realism in boxing again. Well, we've but gone I through some that, real, yeah, I mean, we've gone some, when I was in high school, it was all about the middleweights because it was um, Hagler and Hearns and, um, uh, you know, Monastel. Yeah, Leonard and Manos de la Piedra, No Moss and all that. And the heavyweight was Larry Holmes. And they had Jerry Cooney and all these, Ron Lyle, all these buffoons trying to knock him out. And the heavyweight division was super boring. So you got to take what you could get. And so then you think about the, you know, the lower weights and Sweet P. Whitaker and, and, and Bernard Hopkins, you know, it's just a guy who's in his 40s still knocking out guys in their 20s. I was just more intrigued uh, with all that. And, and you'll never have all the divisions at once, but I do think you know, with Deontay Wilder, who I once interviewed in person seven years ago, and with, with Fury, I mean, I, I think that is intriguing, and those are actually, you know, that's why I'd say I'd love to see somebody step up and knock out Tyson Fury. I think that would be great for the sport. But in all honesty, because I think when it comes to Nganu, his options are to either go to Japan and fight for this promotion that I've been talking about for years, called Ryzen, R-I-Z-I-N. He could either go there, fight in the PFL, make his million, you know, fight in Bellator. He can make a cool payday, you know, maybe be Fedor Emelianenko's true last opponent, if that were to entail, or, you know, go ahead and make his money off boxing if that opportunity arises. But I just don't think that if it were a regular fight, no cage boxing stuff, no four-ounce glove, I don't think that Ngannou would be able to last 12 rounds, let alone eight. Yeah. No, I mean, it's fair enough. I mean, you think about these guys that box nonstop. I remember when I had Tito Ortiz in studio and he talked about how he'd wake up in the morning and he'd put on his shin guards. And I'm thinking, well, you know, a boxer is never going to put on his shin guards. He doesn't have to worry about getting hit below the belt, you know. So it's I can only imagine to uh, to switch disciplines like that. It, it might seem like, well, you're just fighting, but, you know, uh, MMA is it's more of a street. That, mm-hmm. It's funny that he said that when he got chin-checked by Anderson Silva about a year and a half ago. <laughs> 
when I had him on, he was just coming off the Celebrity Apprentice too, with Trump. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, man, I know that you have to go and basically work on the third hour of Tittle Sports. I'll talk to you on social media until then, at Rick Tittle. It's been fun. Thanks, Christian. I appreciate the call, as always. Uh, that's Christian out there in Texas. And uh, we're going to wrap up our number three, but there's still time to get in if you'd like to call at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long 54 inch wide gorilla is that what you're telling me This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. <clears throat> uh, over the weekend, hearing the sad news that Sal Bando had passed away at the age of 78 uh, from cancer. And uh, Sal Bando, the captain of the A's five-state straight division titles sandwiched in between that three straight world championships. And, um, you know, uh, if you think about at the end of his career, he was third in the history of the American league for hits by a third baseman. He was kind of overshadowed in his era by Brooks Robinson as the glove. But I mean, for Sal Bando for like 11 straight years, he would average over 20 home runs and over 90 RBIs a year. I mean, he was always in the top three in MVP voting. It seemed like um, he was in that, he was in the College Baseball Hall of Fame for his time at Arizona State. He won the national championship in 1965. Um, he got into the A's Hall of Fame last year. That was because they just finally started uh, the A's Hall of Fame. But as always, he bickered with. Um, um, Charlie Finley, and then so when he was a free agent, he played his last five years with the Brewers, which always kind of hurt. And uh, they actually have him on their uh, wall of honor uh, in Milwaukee. But uh, all of his all-star all -star appearances were with the A's. And, of course, those three world championships. He wore number six, which is the reason Bob Melvin wore number six when he was with the A's. So, of course, Bob Melvin grew up on the peninsula near Palo Alto and uh, was a huge A's fan uh, as a kid. But once he got done with his career, he was the Brewers uh, general manager uh, at one point. And when he came in, he fired Tom Treblehorn and he hired his old teammate with the Oakland A's, Mr. Phil Garner. And Garner had uh, no managerial experience and they only had one winning team. That was in uh, 1992. And um, Sal Banda was the guy that told Paul Molitor that he would have to be the uh, DH. And 
Mulder said, screw you. He went to the Blue Jays and they won the World Series. <laughs> but anyway, um, one of my childhood idols, my favorite ace player, I loved Vita Blue, but my favorite ace player at that time was Joe Rudy. He was my guy, but we loved some. And the first foul ball ever got was a Salbando foul ball. And my brothers and I beat the hell out of it till the cover came off. We put black electrical tape around it because it wasn't every day you had a major league baseball to play with. Now you can go on Amazon and have one in a day. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.